Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. It's time for the Natural State Football Report with Clint Conk. Taking a closer look at football across the great state of Arkansas with the winningest coach in UCA history. The Natural State Football Report is brought to you by Farm Brothers Flying Service. For the past decade, they've been providing crop dusting services to the farmers of Southeast Arkansas, and they can help you too. Now, let's toss around the pigskin in the zone with Justin, Wes, and the coach. 10.33, welcome back, Coach Khan. Good to be with you. Great to be here. It is a... Uh... Sunny day outside. There's something positive, all right? Last day of summer, I hope. It's over. I hope. It's been over, but apparently Mother Nature never got the uh, calendar. Yep. So we are getting some fall-like temperatures this weekend, which is nice. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. All right, let's talk about um, – I don't know. I need a little sunshine from you. Can, can you give me anything? Let, let's let's talk about A&M. Not a lot of sunshine there. You can maybe you can make me feel a little bit better about the Ole Miss matchup this weekend. But let's start with what went wrong last week. There were plenty of things, and to the point where now they're reshuffling offensive line. So, well, first of all, you got to see what three years of top three to five nationally recruiting looks like, and player development. Um, the Southeastern Conference, without a doubt, and most leagues, but particularly the SEC, uh, is a line of scrimmage league, and uh, Wes, you and I were just talking. I mean, they had some dudes up there. Mm-hmm. I mean, they, they had some guys that were in their second, third year. Uh, they looked apart. They played the part. They were physical. So we didn't match up very well there. Um, you had a special teams breakdown. You know, you win the turnover battle and still get beat by two scores. Could have been worse. Um, not a lot of positives when you only have 174 yards of offense in a college football game. The other team has over 400. Um, you can't run the football. You, you can't really throw it all that well, and so it was a struggle. But it other go- than that, though, yeah, but it goes back to to players. I mean, absolutely, coaching impacts football games, scheme, motivation, those type of things. But you got to have players, and Texas A and M has top level players all over the football field. I mean, they bring in a backup quarterback, okay, that has SEC experience, and he made some mistakes, but they really didn't miss a beat, you know, as far as we're going to run our game plan. Mm-hmm. You know, we didn't have to water anything down. So it was just a, a – it was a Donnybrook. I mean, it, it, they, they beat the brakes physically off of Arkansas, and Arkansas made enough mistakes – uh, that they capitalize on. And then, of course, the punt return mm. was a killer. But yeah. like you and I were talking, uh, if the, if Armstrong makes that catch, that could have been a momentum change. In Tie the game, game, third yeah, quarter. A big momentum change late in the game there. In the third well, the quarter. momentum, I mean, it changed, Coach. Right, first, you know, what was the first play of the second half, second play? And when you get to pick six, mm-hmm. yep. all of a sudden you, you could hear it in the stadium yep. and you could see it on that Arkansas sideline. Then yep. they come out and get the fumble. Yep. Momentum had changed. And then you make that catch. Oh, my gosh. Yep. What and happens? That's right. Well, you're playing with some confidence, even though you haven't played well. At least you have some confidence that yeah, we could, we shouldn't be in this game, but you now we got a chance to to maybe win it. And uh, I've been in some games where we were outclassed and found a way to win, but we did it with great run defense, special teams, you know, taking advantage of turnovers and things like that. And 
I mean, the better team won. I mean, at, at the end of the day, the better team mm-hmm, won. Mm-hmm. And now you go play Ole Miss on the road, uh, which is a rival game, and it's a game that Jefferson always gets up to play in. Uh, but you still have your same sores. You still have your same issues on the offensive line. Um, and schematically, you've got to do some things to, 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 to help with whoever is playing on the offensive line. And you better score 40 or you're going to get run out of the stadium at uh, Vaughn Hemingway. Can they score 40? I don't I, – I, I mean, I guess. Can they score 30? What did they put up against LSU? I'm not confident. 30? Yeah. yeah, I mean, I'm not super confident about that. Okay. Uh, Ole Miss is coming off a big win, emotional. They're back at home again. Uh, Feels like a 41-31 to me. Yeah, I mean, it could be. Mm-hmm. Um Arkansas will have to play their best football game of the season, and uh, Ole Miss will have to kind of play down a little bit, I think, for and it I imagine, a competitive game. Don't you think they'll come down a little bit? I mean, they were hyped for that LSU game. You saw the way the fans react. I mean, people yep. were excited. They're storming the field. Yep. By the way, did you see that idiot from Ole Miss run on the field yeah. and get uh, up F LSU, he says, and the, the guy lays him out? Yep. Oh. He bounced right back I up. I was talking about the guy on the goalpost. Yeah. Did you see him do the a The security flip? guy? Oh, no. No. There's I, a guy on the goalpost standing, watching. and they're like, get down, get down. And he falls over, does a flip, tries to do a flip, and land on his feet, but landed straight on his tail. Tail. Yeah, Ouch. That. Yeah. yeah. I saw Ouch. That. that sounds awful. Also saw this one security guard in the end zone trying to stop the. Yeah, and he, he basically <laughs> whiffs on three guys and he lays a girl at him. Like, a real cool, dude. That looked like the sandbag against the flood. That's why you let them come. That's I right. mean, if you're if they're going to come on the field, your team, your school's going to get fined. And generally speaking, nobody's going to get hurt except those who deserve it, like idiots who climb goalposts and those who challenge LSU players. Hey, you were asking about positives. Cam Little's been a positive. Centennial's been a positive on the return game. Uh, Fletcher averaged, what, 50-something he yards had a great apart, day. You know, so I bet he didn't get any love tweets, even though he gets hate tweets when things aren't going well. So those are positive things in the kicking game, but you got to clean up you know, the, the punt return. You know, But uh, there's a lot to work on. They, 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 they do not look like a very good football team right now, and they – the scores indicate that. Anaya Smith is really pretty special, too, well, yeah. though. Let's give him a little credit. Yeah, and I'm sure he was a very highly recruited player. Yes. You know, I mean, it. it there's a lot of four- and five-star players at, at Texas A&M mm-hmm. that are in their second and third year. Um, you give Arkansas any chance this week? Slim. Okay. Yep. And none and slimmer. Uh-huh. Anyway, let's move on to Arkansas State. A little more positive there. we got uh, Coach Jones coming to the Little Rock Touchdown Club next week, and, boy, he'd be loving to – Right, a three-game win streak in. Now, the last two wins have been nice. Any win's a good win. But, boy, it looks a little different, doesn't it, Coach? You know, you play uh, Southern Miss and you play UMass. Troy's a different animal now. That's right. Well, <clears throat> let's go back. Rainer, the freshman quarterback. Yeah. 556 yards, six touchdowns, I believe, total. Six, yeah. Uh, some National Player of the Week. Should have. Uh, uh, honors, I Even think. against UMass. I mean, he throws six touchdowns. That's ridiculous. Did you see what? the company he was with, true freshman, to throw six touchdowns? Caleb Williams? Yep. Who else? Uh, Justin Herbert. He was good. Patrick Mahomes? Also quite good. Yeah. Yeah. Against well, Arkansas? The, the team ought to have some confidence. Uh, you've won three in a row now, going back to the Stony Brook game. Uh, but now you do take on a different animal, the preseason favorite, and a, and a really, really good football team in Troy. Uh, Alabama, uh, you know, against uh, against Troy and Coach Summerall has a really good team again this year, so that'll be tough. But you 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 get a puncher's chance because you're going to roll in there with the quarterback, mm-hmm. with some confidence. You've won on the road this past week, which you haven't done since sometime maybe last year, maybe. And so um, 
Yeah, it's going to be tough, and they'll be a two-score underdog, I'm sure. Sixteen and a half. Okay. Troy's down from last year, though, right? They're not as good. Yeah, as they're last not year. quite as good, but uh, you know they got the running back. I mean, they're still a really good football team, and at home, they probably have the best band, uh, honestly, in the state of Alabama. How many tackles they gonna make? I don't know, but it's it's a loud environment. I've been there. And, okay, uh, they've got a they've got a fantastic band, so uh, it'll be a raucous a- atmosphere. But give credit to Coach Jones and that coaching staff. They've made the quarterback change. They've made other ju- – they had to change the offense. The guy's a zone read guy, play action pass. And so they've changed. They they, they go into this game with some hope and confidence, and uh, this is where they needed to be. The signature win was the Southern Miss going on the road, beating up, you know, I mean, Clemson wide receiver plays for Massachusetts. I mean, they had some guys, uh, but to go on the road and win – You've checked some boxes. Uh, a signature win at home with Southern Miss, a road victory against whoever, doesn't matter, and then now you're back into Sun Belt play against, you know, arguably the best team in the league, but you got a puncher's chance. Yeah. I mean, they're the best team in their division, maybe, but not. Yeah, the you other got James Madison and, and, and some of those people. Coastal and. Coastal. Yeah. Okay, so let's, let's, perfect segue because I want to talk about youngsters and talk about UCA. And it's interesting. So we're doing the, the coaches show last night in Conway. And I see this gentleman sitting with Coach Brown's parents. And it turns out it's his uncle who lives in Valdosta, Georgia, who was at Nathan's first appearance in college. His parents did not make the trip because he had not been playing. His first appearance is over at Valdosta. And so we started talking about that. And it got me to thinking about when do you make the move on a freshman quarterback who you feel good about, like Coach Jones finally did. It's like, we got to do something else. And you see the, the, the promise there, but obviously – Starting a true freshman or playing a true freshman significant amount of time is not usually a recipe for success, right? Yeah, and and you know going back to that, and that's not what we're here to talk about. But going back to that, if you remember, we were starting a fifth year senior and, and uh, Chris Real, yep, who was completing seventy percent of his passes. You know when and Nathan had played in the first couple of games every third or fourth season. But anyway, we made a decision based on what I saw on the field as far as the energy, moving the football team, that kind of thing. Uh, with Nathan, and uh, we didn't win that game, but we had an opportunity to win it. Of course, he won't. He threw a pick at the end of the game, but anyway, he moved our. I can team. bring a bold stuff. Yeah, uh, <laughs> he moved our team significantly, so we made the change the next week, and uh, the rest was history. But uh, and give Chris real credit, he hung in there and, and continued to contribute to the team. And actually, we probably don't win the conference championship uh, without Chris later in the season. So it is a very difficult decision uh, for a coach. Uh, in Arkansas State's case, I think they were searching uh, in that particular moment that we're talking about down in Valdosta, Georgia, and I'm glad his uncle was there. Uh, it was a gut feeling on the field watching the performance of a player move a football team, and that's when you know that, okay, we might need to do this. Mm-hmm. And so uh, those are hard calls to make, but uh, fortunately for me it worked out, and, and for Nathan, our football team, and it's worked out for Coach Jones uh, with Rainer and uh, yeah. Uh, man, he, he's a fabulous football player, and I've seen highlights. And anytime you can put up six scores in an FBS football game, I don't care who you're playing, uh, that's quite a feat. You no just doubt. named the, mm-hmm. the company that he's in. So, um, Back to Central Arkansas now. Will McIlvain, another quarterback, played pretty darn well last week in career highs in attempts, completions, and yards as part of a victory, in a, albeit a close one, out at Southern Utah. They expected a dogfight against a really good defense, but – Obviously, penalties, Coach, and we saw Arkansas do this earlier in the year, too. You can't shoot yourself in the foot. It's hard to win that way. Yeah, I mean, a great win, long trip, weather delay, yeah. all the adversity that, you know, as a coach you can point to, that we overcame all that and still found a way to win. But, and I'm sure what's going on in Conway 
is exactly the conversation needs to be happening. Gentlemen, we're walking on an edge that if we continue to have these foolish penalties, and I think they had 147 or 50 yards of penalties, yep. if they continue to do that against better teams, uh, you'll fall off that ledge. And um, this week, uh, great road win. This week, you play Southeast Missouri. Well, they return their top receiver, their top quarterback, their top running back. This will be the first time this year an FCS opponent, in my opinion, all respect to North Dakota State, but that they will see like athletes across the line of scrimmage for them. Big, strong, long with speed. Didn't go, go too well last year at Cape Girardeau. That was a you know, low point in the, in the season. They yeah. lost. That was a good team that ended up being in the playoffs, and they had a couple of mistakes. They gave up a return, and yeah. there were some yeah. weird things that happened in that game. But and, and you played in a weird place, too. Oh, my God, their uh, stadium's uh, a mess. Yeah, I uh, called a game from a closet. Yeah. They didn't even let us be out near the field. We were in a closet. They sent us a they field. They were redoing their stadium last yeah. year. Yeah. Oh. So, <laughs> most ridiculous thing I've ever seen. I'm like, just give me a table and some power. We'll sit up on the edge of the field hey, somewhere. They wouldn't let us do that. You've called a game from a hotel room before, if I remember correctly. For, no, from the studio over here. When we had a, we had a plane. We had, that was the first time we ever did that. We had a, we had a plane issue. The plane had an oil leak, and uh, and they were trying to get it fixed in time. And I'm like... No way in hell I'm getting on that plane. So we zip down here. We sit over in the point studio, and Sully is when Sully was doing the games, and he called the game off the TV. And, and what it, a great game! Oh what a great game! What was. a great game it was too. But uh, but no. So <clears> let's <throat> get back to this game. You're playing the defending OVC champs at home. It ought family day ought to be an electric atmosphere. Four o'clock kickoff ought to be a great fall day. Perfect day. You've got tremendous football players in Conway. You've got some really good football players coming down from Southeast Missouri. It's going to come down to a player two. And it needs to be a cleaner game for UCA. You know, you throw a late fourth quarter pick. You had a terrible penalty on a punt return. You almost let Southern Utah steal the game there at the end. You can't do that against better teams. And mm-hmm. uh, I think they'll play a better team this week. And I'm sure they'll get that cleaned up. And uh, it's hard to beat the Bears on the stripes. So Southeast Missouri is playing for their season. They're one and three. They cannot afford another. They've had loss. a tough schedule. They have. Yeah, but uh, they were picked to win their league. They got some work to do for yep. sure. They can't afford another Division One loss. And really for the Bears too, they've got basically one game they can lose the rest of the way unless they win the conference championship. Which again, this wouldn't hurt them in that regard. So, but there's a lot of pressure I think on both teams here. Absolutely, and uh, you know you like your chances with uh, with Powell with that running back group, of course, yep. McIlvain, and then. You've got all those animals on defense. So uh, Wilson came up big again last week. So yep. I do like the Bears' chances, but they've got to clean up the penalties. All right, let's move on to UAPB. Disappointing game. They couldn't get the offense going last week. Yeah, and again, they were playing one of the top defenses in, in Southern. Um, you know, but yeah, they got beat, what, 28 to nothing, but it, they didn't get blown out of their own stadium. So, I mean, there are some pieces there that just, you know, they need, they need another recruiting class or two. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Southern's a really good team in that division, and uh, I didn't expect UAPB to win. Uh, I'm sure they wish they would have played better, but, uh, you know, there are some pieces there, and there is a foundation being laid. And this week? Mississippi Valley State, so that you got a chance to go on the road and uh, make some corrections and uh, – you know, I don't know if they'll be favored to win, but it's a game that they certainly can win. Jerry Rice is on the monitor. Go That's get him. Right. Go yep. get you some. Yep. Okay. Yep. Division uh, Division two games, Coach, from last week. Um, you know, I don't have the scores down here, but pretty much everybody held serve. Yep. Uh, you've got now Harding and 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 Washita undefeated in the conference. In a couple of weeks, we'll we'll figure you know some of that out. Henderson and Southern Arkansas are sitting, you know, with one loss, one game back. Uh, uh, 
I mean, uh, the other thing is Arkansas Tech got off the, the schneid. I mean, yeah. congratulations to Coach Ship. They got their first victory, and hopefully that's uh, uh, more to come. But this week is a lot of Oklahoma-Arkansas games. Uh, nothing really sticks out to me. Uh, I think Oklahoma Baptist and Southern play this mm-hmm. week, and Oklahoma Baptist is pretty good. So uh, hopefully uh, SAU can get through that one. But uh, And watch Shots go to uh, Ada, right, and play East Central? East Central. East Central seems to be down a little bit. Uh, but, yeah, that's always a tough trip. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, but Coach Knight's veteran coach. He'll have his troops ready to go. Uh, Harding, I think, has maybe Southern Nazar- yeah. Nazar- Northwest Oklahoma. So uh, I look for the Arkansas schools to hold serve this week and then – I mean, we're in midseason already, guys. Mm-hmm. You know, so know. it's crazy. Uh, it is crazy, but uh, but again, congratulations to uh, to Arkansas Tech coach Ship getting off the off the bubble there. Friday night, our Birch Tree Communities High School game of the week is Lake Hamilton at Greenbrier. What are we? Uh, what else are we looking at this week? Catholic. West is like I don't know. I just yeah, got back yeah. in town. Give me a break. I haven't thought about that yet. No, there's a couple good with CAC Pottsville. That's uh, where's that? that? that Maybe for Pottsville. That's that Pottsville. could be for yep. the the, the yep. uh, conference title. Um, Mommel at Joe T, and that becomes an interesting yep. game because Mommel beat Pottsville. That's a big win. Beat Mills, Mills last week. That was a little bit of a surprise Thursday night. So uh, a little extra time for Mommel I'll to get ready. You, here's yep. a good one: Mills Pine Bluff. That's a couple of future Razorbacks yes. playing each other. Five A Central with Mills yep. losing last week. This is a must win. Must game win for them. for them against a really good Pine Bluff team, and then. Uh, and course, Conway Cabot. Yeah, I was got it. Was, I Conway and Cabot's one. always a rival a game. One. And uh, two of the top been? three teams in the 7 8 Central. Yeah, Catholic yeah. can't afford another loss, though. So, you know, we talked no. about going to West Memphis and West Memphis being a good team. They beat yeah. them 21 14 last week. Uh, um, I talked about crazy things happening down at Crossit. Warren escaped Crossit. Yeah, yeah, barely. So, uh, uh, but the Mamel win over Mills, that was an eye-opener for yeah. us. And so it makes the Joe T game a really big game for both programs this week. Yeah, big one for Coach Moppin. All right, 10.50, you got to hit a break. Stick around. Talk some NFL. Tell me yep. how, you, how you can fix Daniel Jones and Zach Wason. I got a couple questions Wason. for him over yeah. here okay. on the Southern Structural Solutions text line. Looky here. Look at here. All right, we'll take a break. We'll come back with that. 10.55, yeah, we got some questions for Coach Conk. Let's get to it uh, because i got a list here of the highest-paid coaches, and I didn't figure you wanted to go through that. They make a lot of money. Well, it's just crazy. Like, I was like, golly, really? That guy? That guy's it's pretty good. Anyway. Happy Campy wants me to ask Coach, what is the number one way he would personally negate an over-aggressive defense? Something come like we saw at A&M when they started bringing the house, you know, five, six every time because they knew Arkansas couldn't stop it. What would you do to uh, try to slow that down? Screen game would be the first thing that comes to mind. Uh, receiver screens, hit screens, uh, getting the ball out quick. Uh, the other thing would be to uh, have some type of check to go to max protection, uh, and now you got one-on-ones all over the field and get the ball out your hand as quick as you can uh, and try to hit some big plays. But I would start with the screen game. And uh, uh, RPOs are still good, I mean, they're, they're, you know, but they are slower developing. But my first thought would be screens. Red zone and short yardage issues have been a problem for the last two seasons, Coach, mm-hmm. and we've got two different offensive coordinators and I don't know what the answer is. You have a thought on that? Yeah, run the two hundred and fifty pound quarterback. Okay. Thank you. Period. I yes. mean, whether you put him under center or design runs with him going downhill with the running back as, In the, front extra, of him as, lead blocker. as the extra blocker. And mm-hmm. uh my son made a living doing that. Uh, at you know, Zach was six five, two thirty five, two forty, made a living. I mean he scored thirty five touchdowns as a quarterback in three years, you know, and Whenever we got into short yardage or whenever we got into the goal line, people knew it, but you got to stop it. And we've got an extra blocker. And um, 
so the answer to that would be run your 250-pound quarterback more. Well, what do you think about uh, changing the potential? And Pittman's just said they're going to experiment with it, I guess, in practice this week, but may, possibly moving your center out to right guard or right – yeah – Right, left guard, your left guard to right tackle, your right tackle to center. Yeah, he we, feels like they have the five guys out there, but they may be in the wrong position. What what game is this? Six. Yeah, it's pretty hard to be messing with that chemistry, uh, although it may still be the same five guys. Um, but communication, you know, techniques are different. Um, I, the, if they're going to make moves, they need to do it as seamless as possible. Uh, because I think any time you start messing with the offensive line it, this late in the season, uh, it's probably probably not a good thing to be doing, and it's probably something that doesn't have a great chance for out, a positive outcome. I just mm-hmm. think it's not like playing your backup running back at running back. Now you're talking about a guard playing tackle, guy on the right side going to the left side. So, Coach, they're uh, just big people blocking other big people. What difference does it make? Well, our people aren't big, aren't big enough to block their people right now. <laughs> you're saying well, yeah. <laughs> but, you know, you think about it, Kudis is supposed to be their strongest guy, mm-hmm. bigger guy at center. Yeah. Make it help on the I don't know. I heard Lim- sneak. I thought Limber's going to be an All-American. That's what I heard. What happened? What happened? You're going to put him at left guard. Those what the two hell happened? Combo block. Hey, let's be positive. Go Hawks. Let's, let's, let's give okay. ourselves a chance. KJ's going home. Let's give ourselves a chance. My fantasy team's in the toilet. The Razorbacks are struggling. Thank God for the Bears, Coach. That's all I can say. Hey, at least we don't live in New York. That's true. I, I mean, the media has got to be. You better tell you, tell your boy down in New Orleans get it together too. That offense is making me mad. What the heck happened? I to don't that? know. Got too many weapons. Car's not right either. That's another thing. Yes, Wes. Dewitt cross it. Five seconds. Four seconds. Go Eagles. Three seconds. Dewitt. <laughs> <laughs>